podcast you are listening to to be candid with me your host amber today i thought we could just do a chill one i'm on my lunch break it's currently monday and i just wanted to hang out with you guys so we're gonna do a little life update aka me kind of rambling at you about my life what's been going on some trials and tribulations i've been dealing with recently and maybe you can offer me your opinion maybe you can be my sounding board maybe even a therapist who knows we're gonna get into it today guys so i hope you're ready um i hope you've all had a great week a great weekend i know the weather has not been great at least if you're in the uk or london area it's been pretty crap Um, But we are finally allowed to go out and eat indoors, hang out with multiple people, so that's all happy days, so I'm praying the sun shines wherever you are so you can go out and do something fun this week. But for now, I think the biggest update I can start with is the fact that I officially have blonde hair, which if you are watching this podcast on YouTube, this is really not the best depiction of it because I got it done on Thursday and have not washed it yet just because the stylist I guess the colorist was really adamant that I don't wash it too often and obviously they give you like such a deep wash and like scalp massage and everything that it's kind of been alright but I'm hoping to work out a little later today so sorry that my hair is not in its best shape or form but I'm sure I'll be sharing some photos over on Instagram if you want to see my blondness but I want to backtrack a little bit to like how I got to this stage. I'm not sure if I mentioned it on a previous episode. I'm sure I did because, not gonna lie, a bit of a spoiler, I was kind of a bit traumatised from the whole experience, but I wanted to get into that today with you. So I decided back in like April, I want to say, that I wanted to try go blonde. For 23 years, my whole life, I've never dyed my hair. I've always been a brunette. I've been very lucky like that my hair has some kind of different natural tones in it and during summer it would always get a bit lighter from the sun but there was nothing really interesting going on and I just really felt like you know lockdown was lifting I needed a change 2021 I was going to reclaim my youth my years that I've missed in lockdown and I wanted to have that hot girl summer and I thought one way I could do that was by going blonde so I did like a little bit of research into salons near me looked at their Instagram pages and stuff um and shall I say the salon sure I went to live true in Brixton which they have a few franchises salons over across London I think they have like four or five there's one in Clapham that I went to get my patch test done um but otherwise I went to the one in Brixton and their Instagram is gorgeous it has all of these like amazing transformation photos all these lovely creamy blondes I was like yes this is the place for me So I spent a while (laughs) scrolling on Instagram, finding some inspo pics to show the stylist when I got there. Went in obviously with like virgin hair, never touched, never bleached. And they decided like, we can make you blonde. You'll be a bit of a beigey blonde because obviously I was brunette. And we'll do a balayage and it will start like half an inch from your parting so you can grow out a bit, blah, blah, blah. He was saying like all the right, right things. I was like, yes, let's do it. Um, so about six hours later, quite awkward hours, we did not speak, me and the stylist, barely at all. I mean, we were wearing masks, so it gets a bit tricky, but it was kind of an awkward situation. And then £250 later, which was a bit of a shock to me, they had booked me in with, like, 
a higher price stylist who was supposed to be better obviously um and when he was showing me the tones of like what toner to use he was showing me quite dark ones which was my first kind of like oh I wanted something a bit lighter than that so he adjusted and like mixed a lighter one but also when he was putting the foils in my hair I noticed he was leaving quite a lot of my hair out which I don't know why I didn't click that sooner like that hair is not going to get dyed that hair that he's leaving out is going to stay brown um and then when I had it all rinsed out washed off he took me downstairs took the towel off my head my head looked no different my hair was dark and he started drying my hair and I was like it's quite dark he was like no no no. like we'll dry it it'll get lighter so he gave me a blow dry definitely did not get lighter it definitely looked like highlighted maybe but not blonde like I was definitely still in the class of a brunette and bless me I could feel my eyes welling like I wanted to cry so badly but obviously kind of awkward to cry in public especially when you're in a salon so he was super apologetic like knew obviously that I had wanted it lighter and it started quite low down which I think was the worst thing because my roots just looked so dark so I think that made it more obvious that I wasn't as light as I could have been so he was like oh don't worry like we'll get you back in we can fix it it's like great thanks so I went to the front desk to get it scheduled in they were like okay that's all done for you I was like perfect so I won't have to pay for that thanks we're just like fixing these issues they're like no no you'll have to pay so it would be like another 180 quid which is a bit ridiculous like London prices are insane anyway I was not happy to spend that much I was like no that's not happening I want it complimentary like I want to fix these issues this is not what I signed up for so I went through this very lengthy process going back and forth with the customer service team who were a bit questionable let's just say like I had a lot of instances of like getting double booked or like someone else had taken the slot or like getting a thank you confirmation email when I hadn't confirmed anything it was very bizarre but eventually about five weeks later I got back into the salon with my stylist called Alistair who was absolutely fab he's from New Zealand he just knew what he was on about in his previous salon he'd been called a balayage specialist and he did like a heavy paint on my hair like as blonde as he could get it and now I'm happy to sit here and say after like three or four hours a complimentary service I am the blonde babe I wanted to be but my gosh did it take a lot of emotional turmoil and back and forth to get there which I was not expecting so it was quite the journey but I'm happy that I'm finally blonde I actually really like it I wasn't sure how I would feel about it because I don't know it was a big change but I think because I had gone a little bit lighter and then like fully blonde almost I guess it kind of felt normal by that point and I was very happy with it I still definitely have like some brown in it like in the roots and everything and like underneath just so that I can grow it out and the maintenance isn't going to be too too much but I quite like it I'm very I'm very excited about it so that's all happy days but honestly it was definitely a bit of a nightmare to get sorted but I'm glad we're finally here talking of nightmares I also wanted to give you a little story time of something that happened to me I think last week I was watching Sons of Sam on Netflix which is about like kind of like a cult who go around like killing people in cars it's very interesting documentary if you want to check it out but probably wasn't the best idea to watch it before bed usually I'm fine with those kind of things because you kind of watch the people you watch it get sold you know like you know who's done it they get locked up the end but as I was sleeping I heard this crash downstairs and I freaked out it was probably like three or four o'clock in the morning 
I shook my boyfriend next to me, Christian. He was like dead to the world. I was like whacking his arm. He was flailing about, didn't know what was going on. I was like, Christian, Christian, I think there's someone downstairs. Um, and I probably wouldn't have been as paranoid, but previously I have woken up before and realised that the front door has been open, like just slightly, like the latch hasn't been on or something and it's just like opened which obviously isn't great when you're living in Brixton in London. Like, you want to know that your door is locked when you go to bed. Um, so I think that made me a bit more paranoid. But Christian went downstairs, looked around, came back up, didn't say anything, just passed out again. Meanwhile, I was lying, like, stiff as a brick, eyes wide open, waiting for someone to come up my stairs and, like, stab me in my sleep. And I think because Christian hadn't said, like, don't worry, there's no one there, or, like, I hadn't checked the bathroom or anything, I was just freaking out, still laying there. So, like, 20 minutes later like this is ridiculous so I got Christian to check the bathroom bless him um and he was like there's no one there so I went to pee in the bathroom was like let me go in there like have a look downstairs all fine and I still could not get to sleep I was like right I'm gonna lie on Christian maybe like I'll feel more comforted get a bit soothed you know like just be be close to someone and I don't know if you know this or not but Christian is quite interesting when he falls asleep I guess he often has dreams that he's like tripped on something or fallen and he will jolt like physically jump in his sleep and he doesn't necessarily always realize he's doing it if it's like a small one it's just a bit of a flinch but sometimes he will do it and it will like wake him up a bit because obviously he thinks he's just like fallen off a cliff or something so I was lying on him scared shitless that someone was in my house thinking it's okay no one's there no one's there no one's there all of a sudden Christian freaking jumps out of his skin so I scream. I'm so scared that he's seen something in the house. And another fact about me, I hate being made jump. So when I realise no one's there, Christian has made me jump, I start bawling my eyes out. I'm like crying. Meanwhile, Christian, obviously, it's still four o'clock in the morning. He does not want to have to deal with my crap, which honestly, he was like a bit insensitive. He did apologise the next day. I was like, I'm sorry, I was just really tired. But oh my gosh, I was a mess and it ended up with me lying on the edge of the bed with my eyes open going okay I'm going to close my eyes for one second then I'd like close my eyes for one second open okay now two seconds okay now three seconds until eventually I fell asleep but knowing like I was just doing it like fraction by fraction for a bit longer so silly and in the end I woke up in the morning obviously went downstairs and it was some bags we keep our bags like our shopping bags on top of the cupboards and they had fallen down I must have like hit a pan on the hobs or something and made a crash and like a bang when it fell to the floor which is what freaked me out and I'm kind of mad at myself that I didn't just go downstairs because Christian went downstairs obviously in his tired boy brain didn't know like oh the bags aren't supposed to be on the floor they're supposed to be at the top of the cupboard so that's probably what fell whereas I think if I had gone downstairs seen the doors closed checked the doors closed and saw the bags on the floor and like the pans on the hobs, I would have been like, oh, that's a noise, like rationalised it in my brain and gone back to sleep. But I was literally so scared. I don't think I've ever been that fearful in my life. It was a very, very odd experience and one that I hope not to have again. But who knows? I'm a bit of a wuss when it comes to like scary movies, scary TV shows. I tend to have to watch them in the daylight or at least follow them up with like friends or something, which I know is a safe comfort show that will protect me whilst I sleep. 
So yeah, a little bit crazy. Let me know if anything like that has ever happened to you or God forbid you have woken up and someone has actually been in your house. Maybe don't tell me that because even the thought of that is kind of freaking me out right now, to be honest. So I really hope that hasn't happened to you. (laughs) But I love those kind of things. It's just so silly. Like your brain plays such tricks on you sometimes. So that happened to me last week. Oh, I guess another update I could tell you about, which I think I have mentioned previously on some other episodes, was about my... I think I told you guys I went for an MRI scan because I had, it's called a ganglion cyst, which sounds really nasty. It's just like a blister or like a bump on the back of my hand that I had. It's basically the fluid from your joint kind of leaks out and forms a bit of a pocket or a little sack, I guess, of fluid. Um, And I've had it for years, like maybe two years now. And every time it gets really big and quite pronounced, it really hurts. It causes like a lot of pressure on my wrist so that If I'm doing like push-ups or something or putting a lot of weight on it, it's really sore. So I try not to do it. Um, And it got so bad to the point that if I held a cup of tea or a cup of coffee in my left hand, it was really, really painful and I couldn't really do it, to be honest. And at the time, when I called the GP to set up my MRI appointment and everything, I was a nanny. I'm now an event executive, so it's not as manual I guess but when I was a nanny obviously picking up the kids and stuff my wrist was so sore um so I called up to get it checked out they checked it out thought that I may as well have an MRI scan just to check that the lump was a ganglion cyst and not anything more sinister than that so I went back on Tuesday just gone I think last Tuesday to get the results which was kind of crazy I could they showed me the MRI scanner I could see like a cross section of my hand and all the bones and I could see the fluid in it which was kind of gross you might want to skip this bit if you're a bit squeamish but basically I went in to see the doctor and he looked like the most worried doctor I have ever seen I think it was just his natural face which is a bit unfortunate when you're like a medical professional but he looked terrified he had like these little worried eyebrows and like big wide eyes and obviously he was wearing a mask so all I could see were these little worried eyes and eyebrows causing me a lot of stress and he was like telling me all these things was suggesting that he extract the fluid basically like with a needle or like a syringe he can just like suck the fluid out of the cyst and it may return which is just common for these kind of things um but hopefully it would like reduce the pressure because it would be smaller um but whilst he was doing it obviously he looked so scared and he was telling me all the risks and things and i was like this is stressing me out so i tried to jokingly be like you look really worried he's like well I'm not it's like okay like just do it I knew obviously like he is a trained professional so if anyone was gonna suck anything out of my hand I would want it to be this guy um bear in mind I have done it myself previously was like a needle to try and squeeze stuff out and like smashed it with a book it was like a whole a whole ordeal um so yeah he started like sticking in local anesthetic to like numb my hand and then take out the fluid and stuff Meanwhile, his personality like completely switched and he started getting really jokey, but kind of weird jokey, which I feel like I do have a good sense of humour and especially like British humour. Obviously, he was an English guy. I get like usually I can like get on with that. But some of the things he was saying was like really random. And he said one thing. I can't remember what it was, but I remember I said in return, like, oh, don't worry, I trust you. He was like, oh, well, you shouldn't. Can you not say that when you have like a three inch needle in my wrist? thank you very much so it was kind of interesting and I kept looking away into the corner of the room I do it whenever I get a jab or a blood test or anything I never want to look at the needle I don't necessarily have a phobia 
of needles or injections or anything because I know it just needs to get done do you know what I mean so I'd rather just not have to worry about it and just let them get on with it and just I don't know not make any extra effort I guess but there's something about looking at something that's stuck in you that makes me feel a bit squeamish or queasy like even when I would stab it with a needle myself I always felt like a bit faint so I just didn't want to just didn't want to look but this doctor was oh, what's the word like I don't know so eager to make me look at it and be like oh look how cool this is or oh can you help this or oh can you hold this here so I was like kind of trying to help but also kind of not trying to look and then eventually when he had kind of drained all of the liquid he thought he could he was like oh look at this and he squeezed it all out super gross but I guess if you're one of those people who likes popping spots or whatever this would have been super satisfying for you but for me personally I was like oh great it was kind of gross just like this thick gel and I think I had about six milliliters which I think it was like a heaped teaspoon which if you think about that much like extra fluid or gel being in your wrist it's quite a lot to be honest um but it's fine now he said that it might hurt during the afternoon because the local anesthetic would wear off so obviously I would feel it and things but it feels absolutely fine and it has not come back as of yet obviously I've only it's only been a week so maybe in a couple of months it might reappear but I'm so happy that it's gone oh another thing that happened that day I was literally trying to like sign out clock out I don't know what you call it of the hospital I had like given a form to say that I'd been seen and the freaking fire alarm went off I have never been in a hospital when a fire alarm goes off and it is quite surprising to see the amount of people that pour out of a hospital you don't realize how many people work there I guess I was kind of it was it was amazing to me honestly I was at Guy's Hospital which is at London Bridge um so everyone poured out like right next to the station and there were so many people obviously with lockdown and social distancing and stuff we couldn't really do that because there were just hundreds of people I want to say the police had to come and check it out and it turned out to be fine it was just like a 20 minute delay but it was just so funny we were all like ants just pouring out of this building and obviously it's so much different because everyone's there for their own ache or pain or illness or sickness or whatever so it was just really interesting to have everyone like confined to one street or whatever rather than like separated out into the hospital so that was kind of an interesting situation to be part of but I did finally get home and everything was fine so happy happy days I guess another story I could tell you speaking about injuries and things was I fell off a skateboard which does not sound that traumatic or bad or anything which it really wasn't but when you factor in that it was an electric skateboard that goes about like 25 30 miles an hour I was on it with my boyfriend and we had both had a couple of drinks at this point it somewhat escalates basically we had we've ridden his electric skateboard together quite a few times he kind of stands on the front I stand on the back like clutching onto him um, and he kind of steers it and we just go from like A to B maybe we go to the pub or the shops or whatever and it's just a super quick way for us to get around and we ended up going to a friend's house um, for a barbecue or like fajitas outside and had a couple of drinks and on the way back we were on the board again absolutely fine and then we went down this kind of very opposite of steep very shallow slope very shallow slope but at the end there were two barriers or 
balustrades or whatever they're called and I just did not want to knock into one and I knew Christian had to be really careful with his steering obviously because I was not much help with that um so I decided I was like I'm just not gonna move I'm just not gonna move and hopefully if I don't move nothing bad will happen boy was I wrong because I didn't move and I like closed my eyes because I did not want to watch it happen I was not braced at all for the slope to finish so when the slope got to the bottom of it and went back to flat you obviously have to like bend your knees or like brace for the impact or the change of I don't know direction or whatever and I had not so when we hit the bottom I flew backwards and obviously because I was holding on to Christian my boyfriend to help to keep me on basically I ended up dragging him with me he fell on top of me and it was just a whole a whole ordeal it was fine like we jumped back up he had had a few scuffs to his hand and I think he ripped his glove that he was wearing I meanwhile had slapped my ass on the floor so hard like the top of my thigh bottom of my ass basically um like super great super painful when I walked but other than that it was fine which we were really lucky because we weren't wearing helmets which was kind of silly but also we were just going through residential streets and things but you know when something like that happens like you fall off a chair or something and you can always play it back in your mind in slow motion we were both absolutely wetting ourselves because it was just such a stupid position to be in like such a stupid thing to have happened and we were both like how could we have been so dumb and like christian blamed himself for not like warning me i blame myself for closing my eyes it was just so funny um and we got home checked ourselves out we were all fine i had like a bit of a bruise but honestly i was a bit disappointed by my bruise because it really hurt so i thought i was gonna have like this mammoth sized purple green bruise on my ass but i didn't it was just like a little scrape which looked very anticlimactic honestly but happy days we're all fine <laughs> we got back on the skateboard no problems there but it's just so silly we're gonna have to be a bit more careful in future maybe i shan't be on it when i've had a few too many to drink speaking of drinks me and my girlfriends who live very locally like round the corner boy have we been making up for lost time we've been to so many bars in like the brixton and clapham area we went to Exhibition Bar, we went to the App Bar on Clapham High Street, we've been to Adventure Bar, we've been to, I think there was another one, oh, um, Brixton Courtyard, just like so many, because we just feel like we've missed out, obviously, on like a whole year of getting together and catch-ups and booze, so we ended up booking, I think, like seven bars for one weekend, and I had to cancel three of them, because by the next day, we had really overestimated our stamina let me just say that we had had so many cocktails so many jaeger bombs and all these things that i was just like i cannot do another day of this i think actually i was the freshest out of the group because i'd come home separately to my own house i didn't stay at theirs because they all lived together um and i had had like a sandwich and made sure i drank a lot of water and had an orange juice in the morning and everything but i think they went home and like carried on so the next day they were feeling it if you know what I mean but it's been so much fun we have a few more booked over the course of like the next month or two I think we're also planning a trip to Nottingham which will be so much fun I've never been there and I'm sure the nightlife is great I'm saying Nottingham I don't know if that's right is it Newcastle it might be Newcastle I don't know somewhere beginning with an M an N I said an M freaking hell 
we're going somewhere far away which will be fun just for a girls weekend but yeah that's another thing I'm definitely looking forward to um another thing I've been quite enjoying which I'm always feel like ashamed to say is that I have downloaded TikTok now this is not going to be new for the vast majority of people out there I think I'm one of the last to jump on the bandwagon but I was always kind of anti-TikTok I think just because I have Instagram and the podcast and YouTube that I was just like I don't really need another thing that I have to check or log into or create on or any of these things and I was pretty adamant about that but then at the start of the year I want to say like February time I started making Instagram reels maybe it wasn't even February maybe it was like March April I started making Instagram reels and I really enjoy them and I don't know what it is I don't know if it's just because I can be kind of silly like in my Instagram I, I try and make it super curated and like polished and everything and then obviously YouTube I can be myself but I'm not necessarily like super goofy or super silly I'm just kind of like chilling or like reflecting on something with you guys and the same with my podcast like my podcast always tends to be or tries to be at least quite structured in the sense that I research it and I plan it out with whereas with an Instagram reel it's like what 15 seconds to a minute of just silliness or like something random you know so that's been kind of fun just because they're so easy and just something a little bit different and I was getting a really good response I think my most viewed reel at the moment has like 55,000 views or something which is kind of crazy um so I was like if Instagram reels is this fun maybe I would enjoy having TikTok so I downloaded it with the thought that I would just post my Instagram reels to Instagram save them and then post them to TikTok but I do think there's a difference between Instagram reels and TikTok videos I don't know why but they do feel a bit different to me so on my Instagram reels I do a lot of like comedy things about working a nine-to-five job or like working from home or starting a new job which have gone down really well and then on TikTok I do a lot of like random crap in terms of like cute outfits I've been wearing or like I don't know singing a random song doing a random lip sync doing some kind of I don't know just random random stuff and I've really been enjoying it I'm slowly trying to figure out how to like link the two or like cross promote the two or share certain stuff on one that I can share on the other which I did this morning I shared one of my tiktoks on my instagram reels because I think they're they can link quite easily um but the other thing I've been doing on my Instagram reels is like montages of mine and my girls nights out and stuff so if you did want to see some of the bars I went to or some of the many cocktails I drank you can go over to my Instagram reels at Amber G Taylor and see some of those because I really liked them but they're not doing as well as like the comedy work ones but they're some of my favorites so just putting that out there but yeah, I've really been enjoying it. I'm definitely spending more time on my phone, which is kind of concerning. I feel like before I was crocheting a lot, which I'll get into a little later. And also like reading a bunch, whereas now if I have like a spare 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes, I'm scrolling on TikTok. Which in my weird twisted work brain, I think I can kind of reason as research because I'll find a sound I like and I'll save it and think like, oh yeah, I'll make this tiktok or i'll make this instagram reel or whatever 
so it is useful but then in the same sense I like to batch film my Instagram reels and TikToks and Instagram photos and everything just because I prefer it that way like I don't have the time to take photos and videos every day with work and everything especially with YouTube videos and podcasts and everything else that goes into it so I've been like storing those up but I am definitely spending more time on my phone which I need to kind of be careful of but it's a really fun place to be so I would recommend downloading it if you hadn't. I don't think I've found any like toxicity from it yet. Although saying that I did post a TikTok which had an audio clip of someone saying basically that if a guy says that she's beautiful, she's not going to say thank you anymore or try to downplay it. She's just going to say yes, which I found super empowering and just like own it. Why wouldn't you own the fact that you are pretty? Because I think a lot of times girls try and like don't necessarily think that or try and downplay or try and I don't know make themselves seem smaller which I don't think we always necessarily have to do but some people were not (laughs) a fan of that TikTok um obviously just saying things like I wasn't pretty or that if someone called me pretty it would probably be their guide dog or all of these things but I'm very lucky that I'm in a happy place with me and my self-image and in my relationships that you know a stranger's opinion on the internet really doesn't bother me which I know a lot of people can say as a throwaway comment but I really believe that like it really has not held a bearing on the way I see myself which I'm very thankful and grateful that I've gotten to that place to be able to say that but I guess in that sense there has been some toxicity but in terms of the video content itself I've just really enjoyed them they're just fun silly some of them are super cute or creative so it's just cool to see what people are putting out into into the world. So definitely have a look if you have some spare time. But if you are one of those people that gets like easily sucked into your phone and you already have a bit of a phone addiction, maybe keep away from the TikTok. Um, but yes, what was I saying? I said mentioned about crocheting. I have recently just finished crocheting my mum a top, which is so freaking cute. It's like um, patchwork, looks a bit like flowers or daisies which I think is adorable. She's going to sew all the patches together um, to make sure it like fits and it's the right shape and everything. But I went home for the weekend back to Bournemouth to see my mum and my sister and everything. And honestly, I think we're so wholesome. Like I just finished crocheting my mum a top. My sister just finished sewing me a top, like a super cute kind of like napkin style ruched top, which I cannot wait to wear out on one of my girls' nights. And whilst I was there, my mum was hemming a dress for me. And I just thought it was so cute how we were all doing crafts for each other or being crafty for each other. And I think it is kind of like a, I don't know, like a dying hobby or a dying skill to do like sewing or crocheting or seamstress things and things like that. Like a lot of people don't necessarily do that as much anymore. So I thought it was really cool that we all had like our own take on our crafts and things our hobbies that we could all share with each other and it just made me feel like we should be living on a little house on the prairie you know like wearing long dresses and making apple crumble because I just felt very very wholesome in that moment so I have tried on the dress my mum hemmed for me I think I was a bit over eager in saying how short I wanted it so I will have to be wearing some like biker shorts underneath cycling shorts 
but it's so cute it's like this little orange and white floral pinafore which i thrifted because me and my mum went charity shopping i think for four pounds it's from dorothy perkins and it was originally a size 14 and i'm a size 10 so my mum kind of like took it in and hemmed it a bit because it was a bit long i also got some blue shorts i got a green dress and i also got a blue like floaty dress which i cannot wait to wear when i'm going for like dinner on the beach somewhere or i could potentially even wear it to work actually it's kind of work appropriate so that was really fun we had such a nice weekend i was catching up with my mum's puppy archie which i have definitely spoken about on this podcast before he's so sweet he's like matured a little like even since the last time i saw him which was probably like a month maybe over a month ago he feels so much older and so much more chill i think when i first met him he was kind of teething and very nippy like biting everything biting your ankles biting your fingers whatever was going whereas now he'll still like chew on clothes because obviously he's still a puppy i think he's like five months old but he will not bite your hands or anything which makes me feel so much more comfortable because i think with animals and things i am always a bit nervous that you just don't know what they're thinking or you don't know what to expect but because he's like grown up a little bit or whatever he's becoming more predictable so i know like if i put my hand in front of him he's not gonna nip at my hand which makes me feel more comfortable so i was able to like properly play with him and hang out and like cuddle him and stuff and he's so adorable and i think he likes me i think he over the weekend he definitely grew a fondness to me we were hanging out we were playing and he was enjoying it which i was really happy about i feel like I hit the jackpot because I walked into the kitchen and he was laying on his bed and when he saw me he kind of rolled over to show me his tummy because he wanted me to scratch it. I was like oh my gosh he loves me he trusts me enough to show me his belly so that was really lovely and I just had such a lovely weekend. I'm so lucky that I get to visit my family like they live like a couple of hours away so it's not too bad. I mean I was speaking to some of my colleagues and they haven't seen their family since like last august and if not longer which yeah i feel very fortunate that i'm able to do that um i also had a covid test before i went and i was negative happy happy days but yeah i think that's all the updates or like little life spiels i have for you today other than that i'm just working my little socks off at my nine to five job i'm an event executive so i've been plugging away at that I've got an event on Wednesday, but other than that, not much has been going on. I don't think, well, I'm going out for drinks on Friday with some of my friends, some of my guy friends, so it won't be a crazy girls night, but I'm sure it will be, it will get a bit crazy nonetheless. But yeah, and then over the weekend, I'm just <laughs> Instagramming, TikToking and Instagram reeling because that's what I like to do with my spare time now, apparently. But if you did want to catch up with any of those things, my handles are all at amber g taylor so that's on tiktok and instagram or you can follow the podcast instagram at to be candid podcast where i post some like behind the scenes or sneak peeks or q a's so you guys can get involved with the podcast episodes which is always so much fun i'm kind of like changing up the way i post on that instagram page for a while i was posting kind of like photos of me and some graphics i had made but now i kind of want to make it like a inspiration mood board of like photos i've found off pinterest and things that kind of relate with where i want this podcast to go or my life to go and just sharing some fun kind of facts with you or inspirational quotes and things like that so i hope you really enjoy it i really want to make it a hub for like 
creativity and manifestation and all these lovely things that I don't know we may not focus as much on in our day-to-day life so hopefully it can be a little spot for you to get involved with the podcast and do some fun reflective thinking manifestation see some cute photos so definitely go over and follow on there if you haven't already if you have enjoyed this kind of more laid-back chatty episode feel free to go ahead and leave a review on apple podcasts or anywhere you listen to your podcasts or if you are watching on youtube make sure you go ahead and leave a comment and like the video because that would mean so so much to me but yeah thank you all for being here i will be back next tuesday with a brand new episode so i hope to speak to you then bye Thank you.